Good evening, doctor. Welcome. Hello. I'm Akira. Hey, good evening, Akira. Nice to good meet evening. you. Victoria. Nice to meet you, Victoria. Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Mm. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, we're happy to have you. And we are, we don't really start until six o'clock. So if you want to just uh, relax until then. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, the, I mean, the six o'clock. No, 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 9 p.m. Yes. 9 p.m. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 9 p.m. Yeah, okay. EST. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. so 9 p.m. Okay. EST. If you, you know, you can just mute your mic and hang out. That's great. And, and I'll see you okay, soon. Okay. Thank you, Akira. Yeah, I'll see you soon. Yeah, thank you, okay. Victoria. All right. Uh -huh. Hi everyone, how are you? Hello, hi Katarina, Jamie, Akira is here and he's hanging out till we get started at 9 EST. Um, hi everybody. Akira, if you could um, make us moderators, so how you do that is you click on our profile picture and then down on the bottom should be a button make moderator. If you could, then I can share the link and, and things like that. Thank you.
Akira, can you hear me? I I I I met, I um, told Akira that we were going to start at 9 EST, EST and so he could um, relax until then. So Oh, but he needs I, to make me moderate. Okay? Yes. Yes, I neglected so. that little part of um uh, he cannot that. hear us. Yeah. Um he might be away from his phone. Okay, and can we close the room and open again? No, we can't. Yeah, no, it'll yeah. be off the it'll be okay. off of the schedule. He'll, he'll probably be back. Um, we can message him. Uh, it's fine. It doesn't matter if the room is... I can just really quick recreate the new one, no? I'll try. We could, but it won't be... Anybody who has the old link won't be able to use okay. it. Thing. I just messaged him. Not that he's going to see the back channel, but, um, right, because we can't pin the link or ping. Um, okay. Um, how is everyone? Good. Good. I would, I would imagine he'll be back. Yeah, I, there we go. I, I, I got a message from you. I'm yes. Akira. Hi. Yes. So, yes. 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 How are you today? Eh, how about Katarina? Yep, yes, yep, I also yep. good. good. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, I sent you the file, so maybe you already receive it. So please yep. use that for my presentation. Yeah, and yeah, I, 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 I'll give you the request to click, just click, and uh, uh, enter button, and that is enough. Yeah, maybe mm, you can enjoy the some movies. Yeah, yeah, that will be wonderful. Yeah, yep. thank you. I will put it up right now uh, and mm -hmm. then everyone can check if it's working okay okay there please uh, check everyone I think the to work the link the presentation it should be a really really pretty presentation <laughs> thank you Thank you. Uh, I will. I will check that rice. Thank you so much.
Katerina, I got an unauthorised when I clicked on the link. Is that the Google Drive link? It might just yes, be. Yes, yes, I already. It should be. I have it on the right. Um, as long as everybody else is working, it's fine. I just was informing No, no, Rice, uh, Rice said the same thing, but I don't understand because it should be working. So let me... Because on my Google Drive, it says... It's, um, it's free for everyone to view, but let me... Let me try again. One second. Oh, Akira is gone. Oh no. He he left. It was for sure an accident that he pressed the wrong The file is really big. Um, on my screen, it says loading Google Slides. Um, you... Yeah, it says that on the room, so I think it's loading it. But it's loading as well. And here is. Because on, on Google Drive, it says it's public, but um, somehow it's not working here. So on my side, it's working, but it says that it's, oh, it works now. Okay. Thank you, Rice. I really appreciate your help. Thank you. That's so nice. Okay, so it's working now. Now our guest speaker needs to come back. Let me share the link with him. Um, Okay, let's see. I shared the link again. He should be back any minute. There you are. Perfect. <laughs> Can you hear as well? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my my loom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's easy sometimes Yet, uh, to, to click the wrong yeah. button. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm a totally beginner of this scrap house, so yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't understand how it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It okay, to anyway, all anyway. of us, I think. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't touch anymore. Any button. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're good. You're fine. Thank you yeah, for yeah. and doing this adventure with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay, yeah. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. But um, in general, in general, it's, it's kind of fun. At least a lot of yeah. people enjoy it 
unless they are just very friendly, then mm-hmm, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we are really excited about uh, listening to this uh, presentation. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. So. Uh, we'll start in around two minutes, everyone. Thank you okay. for coming. It's very nice to meet you, Doctor. I'm actually quite excited with this talk. Um, even the room title looks incredibly fascinating. How's your day been, Jamie? It's been it's been great, thank you very much. How's yours been, Victoria? It's been lovely. I got locked out of the house accidentally though, and I but I um, was able to climb back in a window when I found a really big ladder. Thanks to all my That's... experience as a teenager breaking into the house at night after parents <laughs> were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's really like that's always my worst fear i always check my keys three times before i go out the door well, so the wind blew the the wind blew the door shut i wasn't didn't even know it was locked and i wasn't <laughs> so it was a really oh, no. fun surprise yeah yeah climbing in through your own window <laughs> <laughs> kind of a upstairs window too yeah it was fun oh dear that's amazing you did that. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I was I was so happy. Uh, that was great. The only sad part was that I had a popsicle that I had just opened and I had put it luckily on a plate in the house. But by the time I got back in, it took about forty-five minutes to locate a ladder and a neighbor to hold the ladder, etc. And the popsicle was melted. Oh, that's the only sad the, part. The, the, the story had a tragic ending. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm glad you, you're back in your home, <laughs> Victoria. Thank you. Well, I'm late to my walk, so hopefully my, my signal will be good. 
Okay. Because no. I'm walking, but we're ready to go. Yep, we're ready to go. So welcome everyone to the Science Society. And of course, a special welcome to Dr. Akira Kagugu. And um, um, thank you so much for coming and making a Clubhouse account and going through all this struggle. <laughs> you, you had to go through the first few minutes, but um, it's all sorted out now. Everything should be working. So we can go ahead and start um, because we are very excited to hear your talk. But before we start, um, let me uh, introduce you a little bit to the audience. Um, so Dr. Akira Kahuo, he is an associate professor at the Department of Chemistry at Hokkaido University in Sapporo, Japan. And um, he did his um, Bachelor uh, of Fishery Science Faculty of Fisheries in Hokkaido University, Japan. And then he did his Master's of Sciences at the Graduate School of Science, Hokkaido um, University, Japan. And then he did his PhD at the same university with the title of Gel Biomachines Constructed from Muscle Proteins. That must be one of the coolest uh, titles of um, PhD theses ever. So <laughs> I hope you won already a prize for that. And um, yeah, he um, his research evolves um, around non-conventional materials with self-propelling ability through energy consumption and what is generally known as active matters and he's interested in their mechanics and dynamics and he's also particularly interested in dynamics mechanics and swarming of these active matters and he has been recently exploring the responsiveness of these active matters and swarms um, and how they react to various stimuli, uh, which are the key to unravel the underlying mechanisms be behind group behavior of living organisms. Um, so yeah, he is aimed to develop um, advanced materials with intelligence, responsiveness and adaptability for different applications. Um, so his, the name of his research field is molecular robotics. And um, yeah, he received different awards and honors. Uh, the Science Award from the Society of Polymer Science um, and from the Ministry of Education and Science and Technology in Japan for um, uh, um, Japan's Prize for Young Scientists. Uh, where he studied ATP-fueled soft actuator constructed from biomolecular motors. And um, the most recent award was last year where he um, uh, re received a, um, the HFSP award and that is combined with a grant program um, for the title Structural Damage to Axons Resulting from Repetitive Mechanical Motion. So. We are very honored having you here. And um, Victoria asks usually one or two questions um, uh, in general, and then the stage is yours for the presentation. So welcome and thank you. Okay, 
can I speak? Yes, sure. And if it's yeah. okay, Akita, may I ask you uh, a few questions before we begin your talk? Okay, please go ahead. Thank you very much. So, what I would like to ask you is to give the talk a bit of a human side and to learn a bit about you before you begin your presentation. My question mm -hmm. to you is, mm -hmm. can you think back in your life to a time that you noticed that you felt a particular affinity for science? Some time that you felt that science was the thing that you really felt connected with and perhaps this is in your childhood or mm -hmm. some time that you choose but that is my that's my first question thank you okay uh, I know we did a bit a uh, difficult question to me but so uh, so Victoria so could you please uh, make your question more concise so you want to ask yes the, yes the, uh, I can say why? It's very noisy in the background. Here, I'm moving. Yes, I'm sorry. Here, I'm going to move. I hope okay. this is better. Is this better? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, here's my question. When, when, Akira, when did you notice that you really love science? Okay. When in your life? Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Thank okay, you. first of all, Katarina, so thank you for your kind introduction and so thank you for having me in your clubhouse. Okay, let me start by replying to Victoria's question. So when do I uh, notice I'm a, so I can be a so scientist? Actually, so um, in my whole research works, I encountered two, yeah, several uh, have to say big discoveries. One discovery was actually I encountered was actually at the so Masako students. So I was actually boy yeah, working on the so biomolecular motors as a so tiny tiny micro uh, actuators, and then I saw that those actuators are very cooperative moving. So I was totally fascinated with that kind of phenomena. So that was a uh, yes the. Uh, that time I decide to move on to this field, scientific field. Otherwise, maybe I am not so interested in this field, but uh, that kind of uh, founding was, uh, yes, only the things uh, that bring me to this field. Okay, is that enough? Yeah, thank, thank you very, <laughs> thank you very much. And, and beyond that, um, your interest mm -hmm. in that phenomena, can you mm -hmm. take us along to how did you get here to this current mm -hmm. research from from this point to today? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, and after that, so I was really interested in how to, con okay, then maybe we have to start with my, oh, uh, by the way, so Katarina, so do you have my slide? If possible, I'd like to ask you to share my slide, or I don't know how to. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. we have How to make slides. my slide? Yeah, mm -hmm. we we have them available now. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, actually, cooperative behavior is also found in nature. Everything, actually, and the squirrelfish and cells, every kind of uh, creature uh, can move in a cooperative way. So, uh, yeah. 
they just started with this kind of uh, phenomena of the nature. I, I try to, yes, I try to make a so best effort to control the swarming. And that is a so, yes, uh, a first uh, step to make a tiny robot. Yeah, that is also today's so, uh, main topics. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, I, uh, so how can I start? <laughs> I don't yes, know. so should yes, I, so you I... can please begin. Yes, you can begin mm. and you can direct us through the slides. And then okay. following your talk, we can have a question and answer mm. um, when okay. you're then, finished and when you're ready. Mm. But can I can I share my slide with this? Yes. Katarina, um, can you? Can you oh, um, yeah, she will explain. So okay. yeah, this is not the... Um, a screen share so everyone mm. in the audience is looking at the slides but everyone okay. so but um so everyone has to scroll through them themselves so um it's okay. really good oh, good 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 if you say okay. i'm switching to the next slide now that, that okay. that's very helpful okay. thank you then if so okay let me start so first slide okay and as katrina uh, introduced me i have been working on the uh such active matter for a long time and in the past few years i have been totally interested in the active matters uh, which is even more dynamic in nature than the so, uh, some materials so yeah active matters belong to the group of the materials which can produce motion by combating their uh, on energies, for example, chemical energy or uh, photo energy, etc. As a result, uh, active matters can autonomously perform work without external support. Uh, this feature of uh, such materials makes them totally different from any other materials. So um, currently, I'm dreaming that to uh, my dream is to solve the existing some problem energy problem, etc., etc., or improve the quality of life through such a so scientific uh, science of the active matters. Okay, and today I'm gonna talk about our tiny robot distance developed. So may I ask you to uh, click the slide? The next slide you may found, find uh, uh, some swarming observed in nature. And actually, this is a so quite universal phenomenon uh, observed on the variety of the scale from the micro to the macro. Now you can see the swarming of the chytoskeleton uh, in the cell or uh, ant colony or uh, schooling of a fish. And so far, a uh, lot of effort have been made to understand the principle of this very fascinating collective behavior. And also now it's possible to reproduce uh, those collective behavior in an artificial system, for example, by using the self-propelled colloid or a biomolecular motors. Actually, I'm working on the biomolecular motor to reproduce this kind of phenomena. And by the way, the big question, why they do this swarm? So do they swarm to just please our eyes? Of course, answer is no. So it's also a matter of the survival, quite important. And some attempts are also being made to understand their strategies. Uh, I mean, in this case, uh, functions. So it is considered that the, by swarming, they are able to acquire the characteristics 
for example, as listed here, parallelism, flexibility, or robustness, the, that can be actually obtained by the uh, single individuals. So please go to the next slide, number slide three. And uh, here I showed some functions emerged from the Swami. And uh, these properties are not only so helpful for the efficient transportation. Uh, for example, now you can see the collaborative work by ant and also uh, prevention from the risks from the predators. That is also the uh, quite important things for the survivors. And also efficient locomotion or uh, information transfers, uh, uh, light bottom part, yes. And also the overcoming the obstacles and also self-healing, etc., etc. And the idea uh, of taking such function into the so material world uh, can be also another strong motivation. That is actually my uh, standpoint. And a new research field is also emerging in the field of the robotics, uh, looking at uh, such function of the swarm. So it's known as a swarm robotics. So in the next slide, maybe you can find some examples. Uh, slide number four. Uh, here I show the swarm robot uh, invented so far. For example, as shown in the right uh, left hand side robot, uh, they are working in a group successfully uh, transport a very heavy uh, brick. And also the, in the middle, uh, swarm robot uh, is uh, sending some informations. In this case, character of K is on display. So yeah, this is also uh, very, uh, yeah, they are also very working. Unfortunately, the size of the robots uh, remain in centimeter orders and their number is in the thousands. So development uh, or developing large number of the small robots is a remaining challenge. And this is also uh, most essential to enhance the scalability of such swarm robots. So, but how can we reach the Submicron or uh, even uh, less than submicron, I mean micrometer scale region. Uh, now you can see the uh, my target between the so red colors, uh, text, red text color. So it's probably impossible to achieve this uh, without uh, with a traditional uh, so-called top-down method. So maybe bottom-up approach is only the possible way bring us uh, to this range. So please uh, go to the next slide, slide number five. So now I'd like to uh, this, uh, tell you the definition of the robot. So maybe there are some definition though, but at least we can say that robot are the system uh, which has uh, actuators and processors and sensor as shown here. Uh, to develop the, our tiny swarm robot, we integrated uh, photochromic molecules named azobenzene and also DNA-based uh, molecular computers uh, shown in the middle and biological motors 
biological motors as shown here at the, this case uh, kinesin and a microtubes are used and those tiny robots are synthesized with the help of the chemical engineering approach yes mm. And we have named uh, such tiny system as a molecular robot, as uh, Katarina introduced in the introduction part. So may I ask you to next slide? Let's uh, move to next slide, slide number six. So this is a design of a system. <laughs> DNA uh, not only functions uh, as a subprocessor, but also provide attractive interaction between the agent that play actually important role in controlling the swarming behavior. And now we can also see the azobenzene-based uh, photoswitch, uh, so latest, uh, no, yellowish structure in the so left part of the so my slide. Okay, and so please move to the next slide, number seven. And this slide shows a uh, little bit of chemistry. The, and how to prepare the molecular robot in a bottom-up way. And modification of azide by uh, NHS estel to the uh, uh, tertiary amine allowed to proceed the following reaction, and uh, that is a Kappa-free reaction. And also by branching DNA in the DBCO, that is a dibenzoscleroctant, in the soul, maybe somewhere in the light or bottom, uh, we can easily conjugate the DNA with the so microtubules. The microtubules act as a so agent uh, of a molecular robot. Okay, and next slide uh, become a bit more complicated, but uh, let me explain this. This is also a quite important uh, uh, point, uh, part of our expand, uh, studies. And here, uh, azobenzene, that is a molecular photoswitch, is introduced into the so, DNA strand. The amidite monomer is polymerized in a DNA synthesizer to obtain DNA with desired sequence. The a sequence of DNA used in this study is shown here, uh, upper right side, and they have a uh, very complementary sequences. And also you can see the, uh, uh, the six and eight azobenzene, the lignin Z, uh, I introduce every three residue to increase the response to the light. And then when exposed to the UV light at, uh, for example, vehicle pen, wavelengths of the 365 nanometers, this as a group isomerize to cis form and the resultant select hindrance blocks the hydrogen bond between DNAs. That is also an uh, important function of the photoswitching mechanism. And this result, in other words, the reaction uh, between DNA strands become inactive. And also this isomerization can be reversed to the original transform by irradiating with a visible light uh, above the 480 nanometer. And uh, this way, the melting temperature before and after UV and this irradiation uh, can be uh, easily uh, 
control or uh, modulate. And also the uh, melting temperature uh, can be also monitored by UV spectroscopies uh, uh, as shown in the uh, right-handed uh, light, light side figures. Now you can see the change in the melting temperature, 73.7 or uh, 38.9 at the uh, transform or system. And now uh, it's possible to change the melting temperature in a wave uh, selective manner. So this is the explanation for the slide number eight. So uh, please click and move to the next slide. So now, uh, let me show you how such system would form the swarm. Now what you can see here is the so, uh, red and uh, green uh, filament that, that are conjugated to the DNA, but uh, with the different sequences. And these filaments have not yet migrated uh, close together, but then visible light is irradiated here, and these filaments uh, come closer and form the swamp. Maybe you can see the uh, formation of the swamp in the next slide. So this is the outcomes. Now you can see the uh, limb things like uh, swarming of the, our uh, swamp robot. It looks really so uh, uh, animals, but uh, actually those are the artificial products. And swamps look uh, look uh, yellowish due to the mixture of the red and green filament. So I hope you can enjoy uh, these movies. And if you click the slide, next you can see the dissociation of the swarm. And here the, we apply the UV light. And, and then just after the uh, irradiation of UV light, it breaks away into the single filament. And this process uh, can be repeated uh, several times. So if you click the so, uh, enter button, then you can see the so, reversibility of this uh, swarming and also dissociation. And y-axis is uh, denoted as association ratio. And then y-axis is a so cycle I uh, made it. One cycle, two cycle, three cycle, and uh, maybe we can also repeat several cycles. Okay, and please go to the next slide, 12. And in this slide, I'd like to explain the so uh, controlling the mode of the swarming behavior that can be moderated uh, by changing the stiffness of the filament. And the rigidity can be varied uh, by a factor of two by using uh, those components, uh, DMCPP or uh, GPP. Just you can mix those components, we can easily uh, regulate the, the stiffness or you can say rigidity of the, uh, the filament. And if we use the, the filament with a, a little bit flexible uh, rigidities, we can get this kind of link and shaped swarm. And this is the slide number 13. And if you click the, the button, you can now see the dissociation of the link. 
shaped swarm and that's the UV light. And now we can also see that uh, this swarm is composed about 300 filament. So in this way, uh, now we can possible to control not only the formation of the swarm, but also the mode of the uh, swarm behavior. Okay, then you saw what is the next? Uh, if we want to call this system robot, uh, we have to let them do our work. So it is obvious if you refer the term of the robot, and uh, the term, actually robot, uh, the name of the robot comes from the Czech word, robota. Uh, robota, that, that means the labels. So now we choose the cargo transportation as the most uh, simplest task as shown in the so uh, this video uh, uh, slide now uh, ants are transporting the, some cereals uh, to the some uh, <laughs> but uh, i found that it was a not good choice since uh, next slide to work as a sole transporter at least uh, three functions are required or three functions should be considered such as uh, pick up cargoes and transporter cargoes and deliver to the so, uh, designated uh, place so you can easily understand this is not so easy task and but at least uh, we just launched this uh, research work we have no choice to proceed and please click the so, uh, button and then now you can see the uh, cargoes so microplastic was used uh, as the cargoes and also to recognize the cargo a DNA tag was tethered onto the so, surface of the uh, microplastics okay and then uh, if you click the uh, enter button you can see how a transporter pickup and transporter cargoes. Now you can see cargoes uh, and green spot that is also cargoes and a reddish color is also our transporter, but it is single transporters. Then if you click again, now you can see that uh, uh, green cargo was transported by the uh, single transporters. On the another front, the group of the transporters are also able to carry the multiple cargo. So please uh, click the slide and then uh, you can see the, so, um, the cargo transportation by the swamp transporters. And then you can see the uh, yellowish uh, assembly is transporting the so multiple cargoes. Already we can see the uh, uh, many uh, swarm transporters are carrying the cargoes. And by the way, what is the advantage of such a cooperative transportation by a group of the transporters? So please click, and now you can see the uh, trajectory. Maybe uh, this trajectory uh, provides you the so very clear answer to those questions. So a group of transporters are carrying the cargo uh, for a long distance. So please go to the next uh, slide 17. 
And this slide also showed, uh, sorry, this slide showed the time dependence of the distance of the bees transported. Now, clearly, we can see that transport by the swarm is carrying the bees a long distance. Yes, and so that next, uh, for all the bees, we sum up the distance traveled by unit time. So in this case, five minutes. So if you go to the source right, uh, number 18, now you can see the result. So actually, I was so surprised by this result. Now you can see difference in the transportation efficiency by the single filament, uh, single transport, I mean, or the swarm transporters. If you click, the, you can also see the differences, almost 10 times differences in the soil transportation efficiency. And I have been doing study for many years, though, this result was either the first or second most striking one. Maybe this is also the uh, most important part of the uh, animals or the uh, living things form the swarm and if you click the uh, please move to the next that's right number 19 the this right show the uh, uh, transport I carry the cargo with the different diameters and now we can also see that uh, beside efficiency of the transportation uh, we also found that there is a so significant difference in the size of the transportable cargo the cargo size was in this uh, shown here that varied from one uh, roughly one micrometer to uh, 30 micrometers. So movie on the top show the cargo transportation by the single and bottom is by the group of the transporters. And single transporter could transport cargo up to uh, just three micrometer in size. But in case of the group, cargo size as large as uh, 30 micrometer could be transported, which is almost uh, 10 times also increase the size compared to single uh, transporters. So that's why the large cargoes are only transported by the swarm. And those are the so no transportable. Okay, and I drive to move to the so next slide. So Yes, yeah, so uh, let me summarize so far. And that's way, so pickup and uh, transport uh, cargoes were successfully demonstrated. But they are just actually scattering the bees from here to there. So they are not working from the thermodynamic viewpoint. So that next step is to deliver the cargo at the so designated uh, uh, places. But how can I do that? So, actually, our transporter can form swarm under visible light, whereas uh, UV light can trigger the dissociation of the swarm. So, dissociation of the swarm may allow us to unload the cargo from the transporter. That is also an uh, idea. It is also uh, a, a very simple idea. Then, so if you click, the bottom to move to the next slide. Now you can see the demonstration of the dissociation of the swarm at the designated place. 
Now you can see the some visible uh, lesion and UV lesion. Then uh, as they get into the so UV lesion, we can see that swarm gradually get smaller. Yes. And also it just for me I don't know, but they are trying to avoid this lesion. It looks uh, like avoiding uh, to enter in this region. Okay. Okay, then, so please click the slide. Then, this is also a demonstration of the accumulation of the cargo. Now, uh, and, and some bees were introduced in this system. Then the area surrounded the so, uh, purple line, a little bit difficult to see, but in the middle, is a place where we have uh, UV light irradiations. So, and I guess number of the so, uh, particle at the place was found to increase with time. So maybe from the movie, you can see that. And if you move on to the next slide, 23, uh, we can see the change in the density of the cargo, uh, cargo over the time at the UV region. Zero minute or 60 minute. Now you can see the change in the uh, drastic change in the density of the cargoes. And uh, also, the, this is an important thing, so I want to also uh, remind you to focus on the visible region. So visible region means the, so the region we have no UV light. And if you compare the zero minute and 60 minute, we can see almost uh, no changes. That means that so uh, cargoes are only transported at the so, uh, yes, uh, designated place. Okay, this is a result. And also, uh, this result uh, quite reminded me of the uh, backdoor scan I experienced at an athletic event <laughs> when I was a child. So it's a game where you throw the ball into the basket on the high ball. And now you can also um, uh, mim uh, uh, mimic this system. Now our pole is the, so, uh, the place where we have a UV uh, irradiated region. Okay, uh, maybe uh, almost all my talk, let me summarize uh, my talk with this slide. Our system is composed approximately 1 million agents with a size of 10 micrometers. And uh, this uh, tiny swarm robot could have a wide variety of applications that cannot be achieved by the so, uh, mechanical machine or uh, single entities. Okay, and this is also acknowledgement, especially I'd like to acknowledge so all the collaborator, uh, 20 number, uh, slide number 26. And also, uh, if you click the so one more time, then you can see uh, my uh, my face. And so the uh, Dr. Mushimi, and she's also first author of the paper uh, published, recently published in the Science Robotics. Okay, maybe uh, 30 minutes almost has passed, so uh, thank you for your kind attention, and that's all. Yeah. Thank you so much um, for this presentation. By the way, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Mm -hmm.
Oh, I didn't want to interrupt you. Did you want to say something? Oh yeah, and uh, I just want, uh, wanted to confirm that slides are so perfectly uh, monitors or not. Um, slide was okay? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was okay. In the beginning, the... It, it works? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it worked. Okay, um, good. Mm -hmm. If the, yeah, I think for, um, yeah, at, at least for most people it worked, I think. And then I got Serena the slide pictures uh, because she she's traveling so our internet is not uh, efficient enough to to download okay. but to see the videos but I, we managed to, to okay okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thank you yeah. uh, Serena did you have a question I saw you uh, on my well yeah yeah so I didn't get to see the videos but I did oh did he was oh. able to see the slides yeah um, oh, I said you have a few questions. I know, I know. I, I, I'll, I'll be able to see them. I'm at a, on travel and at a hotel oh, and I, I can't see, I download see. them. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> but, without any movie, maybe I, you cannot, I cannot, uh, how to say, explain right. how fantastic. Well, so, so what I gather, yeah. what I gather yeah. is, okay, so you've got microtubules as the yeah. transporter. You've derivatized yeah. them with a particular... Uh, units Please. that uh, go through mm. with cis trans isomerization with UV and DIS. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they exactly. aggregate. Okay, so then they the microtubules can then aggregate mm -hmm. and transport collectively, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. okay. Yeah. Now, um, and the cargo is DNA? Is no, no, what cargo, was the cargo? Micro uh, cargo, the microplastics, uh, polystyrene based plastics. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. the cargo is not uh, so DNA. DNA is uh, just so uh, uh, tethered on the so surface of the plastic, uh, microplastic, to yeah, just identify the yeah, the cargo, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. then, mm -hmm. um, so the microtubules then, um, mm -hmm. with, the, with the side chains in, mm -hmm. uh, with the UV or vis, they can aggregate or disaggregate. Yeah. And so yeah. they're picking up the plastic um, I'm mm -hmm. I'm unclear. Where's the um, you know the transport direction? Is there a gradient or or what what drives them in a particular direction? Oh yes, uh, actually we uh, didn't control the, so any direction, but just we read it so UV at the so designated place, and then once they uh, come into that place, they started to dissociate. Then again, yeah. associate uh, after so uh, getting out of the UV region, since uh, visible light is already available in the so outside of the so UV irradiated uh, region, so they start to form the swarm, and then uh, at the same time they started to collect the bees around 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 the so swarm. And then again, uh, it's a just by chance, but again if they found the UV lesion, they also released a, a piece. Uh, that's way the, uh, we can collect a piece. That's, uh, so right, they, right, right. Okay, yeah. so yeah. fascinating. That's really fascinating. Yeah. So wherever yeah. you wherever you point a UV laser is where the drop-off point's going to be, right? Yeah, 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 yes, exactly. Yeah, then just so making the so, uh, photo mask. Uh -huh. No photo mask, or you can also directly irradiate so uh, laser, UV laser, by squeezing the so focal point. Yeah. 
that's even even you even you can make any kind of shape yeah triangle or square circular any kind of yes so I have a, um, a question that um, on the microtubules yeah. and you know there's there's a lot of interest in that but that we had a, a room earlier that mm -hmm. looked at um, in the case where there's resonance um, mm -hmm. dipolar or dipolar oscillations and uh, oh, between yeah. two molecules that have mm -hmm. you know similar frequency you get one over r cubed as opposed to one over r sixth I'm wondering mm -hmm. if with the UV, if it's driving uh, a more efficient aggregation because of these oh. similar resonances. Okay, oh, that, that is a question. That is a maybe good question. And also there are some report the microtubules are very reactive to the so such kind of uh, uh, light and then show some resonance. But, uh, at least uh, my uh, research work, I haven't considered anything about that kind of. So, mm -hmm. yeah, let me try to, yes. Uh, yeah, thank you for your so good suggestion. Yeah, yeah, that is a good point, I guess. Yeah. I mean, because that would be yeah. an interesting effect to capitalize on. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it yeah. may already be operative here. So, that's that's fascinating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Excellent thank work. You for, thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much. Um, I have a question about the DNA strands. Um, how okay. do you design them? Um, okay. How okay. do you design them? Um, do you calculate like at what temperature they Ex like? Do you yeah? And then, um, does yeah, the yeah. pH level also influence your DNA strands? How or how I you design them? Okay. Good. 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 So actually, we systematically uh change the so DNA uh sequences by seeing the delta g that is also important and also the melting temperatures so i i, I pick up the dna sequence uh, with six or nine that is the uh, dna which has a melting temperature very close to the uh, room temperatures so that is a sort uh, yeah idea we design yeah and also uh, we uh, also data DNA sequences uh, with uh, so three repeated units so to make a uh, so um, how to say uh, not robustness uh, how to say to to make the so uh, uh, duplex uh, to make to form the duplex more easily yeah that is a so kind of idea yeah is that okay yeah thank you mm -hmm. Yeah, and there are also ways of maybe using these loops. Um, so pH gradients could pH, also yeah. Um, yeah. influence the swarming behavior. Mm -hmm. Is that also something you may be working on? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but at least so uh, we fix a pH at the so uh, very neutral. So uh, to work to how to say that our microchips work yeah yeah interesting mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah we yeah. had the yeah. we had the room um at some point where they use these um gels with dna and gold particles and they use eye motifs to make oh, yes. um, yeah to make the yeah. different colors with different ph levels yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly yes yeah. 
Yeah, that is quite also interesting. Yeah, exciting mm -hmm. part of the world, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Eli. Did you have a question? I saw you on my. Yeah. So, so uh, thank, thanks for the presentation. I, yeah, I, I've welcome. I've worked with, with with a number of related things over the years. I I replicated mm -hmm. Yanagita group Yanagita's groups. Uh, oh, Yanagita. Um, yeah, yeah. The mm -hmm. the the t total internal reflection uh, fluorescence microscopy of actin mice. Mm -hmm. So, um, just, just wondering, um, your, your choice of, of microtubules was, was that because of the greater persistence length of microtubules? The fact that they're more rigid, longer persistence length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, listen, yes, it's microtubes that are so long and also very lizard, so filament. So that is also, yes, uh, main part of this work, yeah. Is so, yeah, re mm. re really mm. interesting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Did you stabilize the... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, don't worry. Go ahead. Did you stabilize the ends of the microtubule? I understand there's... Uh, or I mean, were they or dynamic in their length? Over the course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stabilize with the so taxol or yeah, some chemicals. Yeah, already stabilize. But also there are some uh, chance to uh, also make their property more dynamic. And then in that case, maybe we can see more different uh, type of the swarming. Yeah, but I haven't tried that yet. But I'm interested in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to ask, oh, did, did I interrupt something? I'm sorry. Well, I, I was going to ask a, a, a different question. Um, so what, uh, what was the most troublesome, uh, thing that came up as you were doing this work? Oh, that is also a good question. So now what we have to use is the, so a little bit low wavelengths of the light. And sometimes that causes a so a negative uh, side effect on the so protein. So yeah, for example, degradation or uh, photobleach or something, something. So that was a little bit so tricky part of my research work. And but to uh, yes, remove those kind of uh, difficulties, we perform all the so experiment in the so quite in our atmosphere. So yeah, that was a yeah most uh, difficult part of my work. Yeah. Um, Dr. Shah, did you have a question? Yes. So thank you so much, Akira. My question from you is about the, I mean, azobenzene that you just okay. used that, and we know that it's a metal-free ferroelectric. So I yeah. just noticed that there was a differences uh, in proportion of the trans versus cis because we know that about the different photoisomerization behavior okay. between mm -hmm. the trans and cis, and I was just wondering, did you predict it on this? I mean, because I see the transform more prominently rather than cis, or it just based upon whatever DNA that you have. Actually, yes. So, azobenzene, of course, azobenzene is quite so, how to say, classic component, chemicals. But uh, we didn't know that, so this uh, kind of idea really worked or not. 
and、uh, actually so if you have the so、uh, tertiary bujiri okay this is a little bit chemical too much chemical but tertiary bujiri group、uh, at the so end of the so Uh, as benzene, they, we can have the so, yeah, surprisingly, we can have a totally opposite behavior. So now we have uh, so, uh, as benzene,、uh, trans state as benzene, trans,、eh? yes, trans state as benzene, then enhance the interaction between the、uh, DNA DNA interaction and cis state if that's opposite. But if we have uh, some uh, bulky part, bulky、uh, compound at the end of the as benzene, you can have a totally opposite. If you apply the UV light, we can have a more enhanced interaction between the DNA. So, yes, this is just a kind of try and error experiment. So, yeah. Is it okay? Yes, sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, um, thank you so much.、Uh, I, have, um, I have another question. So, if you Use this for drug delivery, for example.、Um, and ideally, besides, are you working or planning to work on、um, a process to make the delivery like precise to a specific organ or、um, specific cell type, like cancer cells? Is, is there a way to you have built in basically?、Uh, An address. <laughs> mm, a little bit so drag,、uh, your talk was dragging, but so your question was so, so application, for example, is it possible to transport、uh, some drug to the so,、uh, some specific cell? Is that? Yes, exactly. Let's say can. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe.、Uh, ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a so preliminary research. Well, now we are trying to not as a cancer cell, but uh, so uh, just a living cell for the targeting a living cell. We are trying to transport some, not a drug at this moment, just transport some uh, uh, some dyes or some、uh, fluorescence dyes into the so、uh, into the cell. So now we are trying. So, but、mm, maybe. Yeah, we need to check the feasibility in the、uh, more elaborately, but、mm, that is also our dream. So, yes,、uh, that question is quite reasonable. Yeah. That will be so interesting. So,、um, so, so, how, so, would you build into the DNA a recognition mechanism、mm -hmm. or surface?、Um, like,、mm, Yeah, is there so basically could you build for the microchip that they will recognize, like a receptor of some signal? Is there、yeah. mm -hmm. a to? Okay, then, so yeah, question is maybe asking、uh, about the、uh, recognition of the,、uh, not the DNA, but、uh, so any other so,、uh, chemicals. So, yeah, you know, so DNA now they can be used as a, a kind of aftermath. So, any kind,、uh, more than 500, I don't remember, but 500 species are already reported to be recognized by the DNA. So, that,、uh, yeah, that means so we can also, how to say, expand the function of the,、uh, our molecular、uh, robot system. I, I guess, or I hope so. 
Yeah, that would be very exciting. Um, did anyone else have a question? Jamie, did you have a question? Um, yep. I guess I'm curious if, um, you know, if we could start thinking about multi-stage systems. So mm -hmm. if, you know, the original system can, in essence, collect, you know, collect and scavenge and drop off in a, in a point where there's UV light, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that would effectively concentrate, you know, the, the mm -hmm. cargo, in a sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, if that could then, if, if where it got concentrated was, you know, a second stage, for example, mm -hmm. that had better, more directional or directive transport properties, or, you know, it'd be interesting to have a cascade of stages where you could scavenge these things from the environment and collect them mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. these different stages and transport them over much larger distances. Yeah, thank you uh, very much for your uh, so, uh, comment. Uh, yes, so like uh, so molecular factories, yes. So once transport a cargo, and then that cargo can be react to the so the cargo transported forward. Then we can maybe yes uh, assemble the uh, some uh, very specific structure, or you can also uh, make some special reaction to to produce some special chemicals. Yeah, uh, and, uh, to me for, for such kind of uh, direction, maybe uh, we have to at least incorporate or uh, recruit the so DNA which has the so uh, responsiveness in the so multiple uh, light. So that is actually so ongoing topics. Yeah. So does my answer make sense? It does, and yeah, it was essentially. Mm -hmm comment about you know possible future directions i guess the question would be um you know what's next for you in in this work oh what next yeah 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 the, the next few guys as uh, so Kat, uh, katarina they asked me so the uh, uh, transported some drug to the so uh, the target cells or we are now trying to also end it the, so our system to respond to so any kind of so uh, signals, not only the light signal, but the chemical signal, pH signal, yeah, etc., etc. Yeah, that is also our current so uh, yeah notion. Yeah. Hello, doctor. This was an incredible Hi. talk. Thank you Thank so you. much. Um, Thank you very much. I was wondering. Um, mm -hmm. Would this swarm thing um, ever be possible for the swarm to unite to become some larger thing to like pick up something larger then break apart again like you know connect together is that the kind of thing that would ever be possible mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah uh, at this moment I can also give it a quick answer but maybe in the future so your question is you you want to ask me the universality or something yes and yeah so, yeah just uh, the, yeah just universally yeah. like yeah 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 scalability or something something yeah 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 maybe in the future yeah yeah we we we, we can achieve that yeah i guess that, that would be really <laughs> yeah, really <this> cool <laughs> <laughs> that would be really cool yeah but, yeah but yeah <laughs> thank maybe, you very much yeah. Yeah, if yeah. You, maybe we can have them build buildings by themselves. 
Uh, we had yeah, a, yeah. we had a room where we discussed more like blue sky mm -hmm. um, type yeah. of ideas where people are trying to build intelligent buildings and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. one day your swarms will build intelligent yeah. buildings better than we do. <laughs> yeah, but of course there are so long distance to that surface, but maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, that is my dream. Yeah. <laughs> And there was a moat with AI uh, alligators in it to protect the building. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So our building had immune system, so it's the, the safest security system. So if somebody comes and doesn't belong there, the building immune system would throw them out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> that was just more... Kind of a, you know, joke we made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dream big here in science society. <laughs> yeah. Is there a, is there a, oh, sorry. I was going to ask, is there a limit to how big you can make the swarm before there's any problems how, how, communicating? How, how you make a big, big, sorry, you, know, you, you know, the, the swarm you're talking about, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there a limit to how large you could oh, make the large. swarm before yeah, yeah, there's yeah, any yeah, communication yeah. problems? Yes, uh, hmm. yeah, that's a good idea, uh, good, good question. So if we have uh, so, uh, a lot of agents, so you can increase the uh, size of the so, swarm. Yeah, but at the same time, so with the so size larger, the the, the viscous okay yeah this is a little bit so uh, tricky or uh, scientific but uh, yes maybe there are some limitation uh, if you want to make them uh, so active so they started to also fight against uh, so viscous drug so yeah but uh, so far uh, I have seen uh, the swarm with uh, so maybe some millimeter or something yeah. But mm, the make make them more bigger is uh, through some uh, how to say uh, there are some need to or, or find some uh, way to reach them reach that place yeah yeah size oh, is yeah still still yes uh, yeah several hundred or something yeah or less than a millimeter yeah okay okay yeah. thank you very much yeah. I have a question please. Okay, yeah. um, it's, I'm asking on behalf of Victoria in the audience, mm -hmm. and her question is, what is the worst case scenario you'd imagine if this mm -hmm. were no longer experimental? You mean that's a no, no. Good question, it sounds uh, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you mean no longer experimental in the so uh, how can I answer to that? <laughs> oh, is this the anti entropy apocalypse? <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. 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 Yeah, I, I don't know right now if Okay, it's... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because they are controlled by light and you realize so yeah. they are highly controllable so there shouldn't yeah. be any 
uh, risk of them going wild. Risk, yes, 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 yeah. Hmm. Yes, that is a good question. At least, yeah, ethnic, uh, ethnic uh, the viewpoint. So, yes, we are using DNA. So DNA is quite interactive with the so our system, and also now we are yeah, also working on the so uh, sensing the RNA. Right? Not only does the DNA, but the RNA or something. So yeah. If you want to use our system in our body, maybe we have to more be careful about the usage of this system. So maybe, yeah, that reminds me of some, some kind of scientific fictions, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, oh, oh, fantastic oh. voyage, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she asked malicious. She was her, she clarified, not okay. not even going wild, but a malicious use. Even even to use maliciously, um, you know, I'll I'll emphasize that you know this is with purified proteins yeah. and uh, specifically designed uh, sequences of modified DNA. That mm -hmm. I mean, even even the DNA modifications are are not. Uh, you know, something that would, would be very, very easy to, to get your hands on. And, uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, all of this, you know, as, as was mentioned, uh, the UV light to, to not have it even damage the, the things that you're trying to use, you know, you have mm -hmm. to, uh, uh, have this completely under an, an inert, uh, atmosphere. So no, no oxygen around. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, if, if just like a bacterium, got into this it would just eat everything ready mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah yeah so yeah, yeah, so yeah. so this is you know highly controlled circumstances that are are not easy to achieve right and and mm -hmm. uh I, I mean if if somebody wanted to misuse this i mean you could misuse uv lasers themselves <laughs> much more easily yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so please do not misuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you have also work to do still because mm -hmm. your day is just starting. Um, mm -hmm. So thank you so much for coming and sharing this wonderful presentation with us. And we thank would be you. really curious to hear when you have news updates if it works mm -hmm. to deliver this into cells like uh, the mm -hmm. fluorescence. So yeah. feel feel welcome to um, to present. Um, update at some point okay, okay at some point and i okay. hope you enjoyed it i know you you were a little bit you know not too comfortable to come to clubhouse but i hope you enjoyed the experience and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoyed it. yeah we had it, a lot it, of fun yeah thank you very it's much very doctor thank you okay That's i will really yes work. i will thank update you so, so my research work at some point yeah mm. yeah wonderful yeah i hope really hope you enjoyed that that was 
you know, we for sure did. And um, yeah, always come mm -hmm. back um, whenever you have time. And have okay. Some okay. To share. And yeah. uh, we hope that you know you make a lot of progress and, mm -hmm. and get a lot of funding and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of great students and postdocs. So yeah, we yeah. wish you all the best for your research and yeah. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you everyone for coming and for asking great questions, uh, for interacting with us. Um, and um, feel free to join the club if you like discussions like this. Uh, we'll have our next room. <clears throat> Actually, we have a bunch of rooms this week. So we have on Wednesday, 1.30 p.m., Dr. Arshamian um, talking about um, his research that perception of odor pleasantness uh, across cultures is actually quite um, has quite a lot of overlap it's a really interesting um, cross-cultural research um, and then in the evening at 9 p.m est dr england will be here talking about atlantic ocean currents and how they are slowing down and uh, then on thursday dr bennett he will talk about the new treatment target for chronic pain and um, Dr. Congreve about 3D printing with light converting nanoparticles and on Friday we'll have Dr. Santos we have a lot of molecular machines so she's a she was a student in um, James Tour's lab and she um, uh, published a paper um, and um, finished her PhD and uh, she will talk about light-activated antibacterial molecular machines. They drill, they have like little drills and um, damage um, antibiotic-resistant bacteria and other microbes. So it will be also a really interesting room. Maybe, um, Dr. Kira, you would like to join us for that one, uh, if you have time. Okay, okay, but, thank you. Yeah. For you, Saturday, so I'm not sure if you want to come on Saturday, but it's yeah. also about molecular machines. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, if, if the timing's bad, uh, you know, the, the, the replay is saved, so you can always okay. listen to it later. The next show will be started at the same time, uh, 9 uh, EST. So that room on molecular machines on Friday is on one, is that... So here, so in New York, it's um, Friday um, at 1 p.m. EST. So mm -hmm. is it 12 hours difference right now? Or how many? Mm -hmm. 13 hours? 14 hours. Oh, it's very late, right? 14 hours. Okay. It's probably, mm -hmm. is it in the middle of the night? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, I can send you an email with the okay, okay. and then you can, it should be in your time zone or uh -huh. if you okay. click on it, you should see it in your time zone. If okay, not, you'll so, have to record it. Yeah, okay. please, please send the link. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, she's in Europe. I think Europe and um, Japan don't have a lot of good overlap time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Okay, thank you so much, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, thank you for coming, and um, yeah, I hope to hear you all soon again. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.